It's good to be back in the house of the Lord today. Amen. I look forward to coming to God's house and praising Him and seeing God's people very much so. If you want to turn with me to Psalms 120, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures in Psalms 120. If you want to turn over for just, just a moment, I do these all your prayers today. Psalms 120. Psalms 120 and 1. It says, In my distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Turn the word, or just look on 121 and 1. I will lift up my, thy eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. 122 and 1. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. There's a lot between that, but I just want to use them three scriptures this morning for just a second. My distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. I'm thankful he still hears us today. Amen. said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. Our help comes from the Lord. And I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you want to turn from that, turn with me to the Gospel of Mark, the ninth chapter. If you want to turn over for just a little bit, we'll take the rest of it from there this morning. If you keep them three verses in mind this morning as we try to speak this morning for just a little bit. I want to uh, talk to us, or with the Lord, you know, led me to speak to us today. Uh, Rachel was doing devotion this morning, and you kind of hit with some of this here about truth, you know. A lot of truth, you know, changes in the world. I said truth don't change, but people says things, you know, one year said that's true. Next year they kind of change it and said that's the truth, you know, they change a lot. But the Bible don't change. Amen. You know, that's the truth. You know, it's the same as she brought it the same yesterday, today, and forever. It does not change. Well, in a time, you know, as, uh, this is stressful today, very much so. I'm, everybody believes that. Um, we today, as God's people, this is my opinion, we ought to be happy when we get to go to the Lord's house. Amen. Very much so. Because there's a place we can go and we can kind of, just for a little while, I think, the way I look at it, you can put everything aside for just a little bit, if you, can, if you will, and just focus upon God and His goodness and His glory and his mercy and everything, you know, the Bible says it's such a great blessing to be able to do that. Amen. Very much so. We have turned it, uh, as you, you know, used to, truth is truth, and it's, we've got away from it a lot, and I think most of you agree with that, you know. It ain't so much what's bad, the world getting away from the truth, but a lot of times I think our churches has kind of got away from the truth Amen. as a whole. You know, I'm not really nobody, no denomination doubt or nothing, but we've kind of got away from really what the, what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. We kind of put the more emphasis on the person or the building or whatever denomination than we do Jesus Christ. And... We live in a time today, and I don't, you know, it's, just, it's common sense today, and I, you, you can't, I don't know how you can argue with this. We live in a time today that you see everything that's going on today, you think, man, you, you know, he's got to come back for too long. Yeah. There can't be a whole lot left. 
But it seemed like, you know, we're not really disturbed much about that. Amen. Anybody want to talk about? You know, you have to, almost to a point today, you have to about beg people to come to church. And when it's bad to beg the sinners to come, you about got to beg to get the congregation to come. That's just my opinion now. You can get by me if you want to. And we've changed it where church is not really what it's supposed to be. You know, I come for one reason this morning, and that's feel the presence of God Amen. and talk to Him. I come to see y'all. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad to see each and every one. But my focus in the worship service and Sunday school class, and Sunday school class, you know, uh, Focus, you know, you studied about God's word, and that's great with one another. That's, that's wonderful. But you know, my part right now, I come to hear from God. And here's what he's got for us. As he sang a song, you know, and as she was singing a while ago, about the, one of these days we'll get to stand with the heroes of faith. They don't disturb us so much Amen. that we could, we could ask Mike and sing it again. It ought to just, can you imagine what it's going to be like to stand with some of the heroes of faith forever and forever and see the one who died for us see him once and for, be for eternity and it is one of them quick I got to stop here for just a moment I got time to stay but it's going to be forever and forever man it's going to be great and I think it's really in the, in the book of Psalms it said I was glad when he said, let's go to the house of the Lord. Amen. Because he knew God was there. Amen. And I begin to wonder, you know, through, and I begin to think about this this week. I begin to wonder why people don't want to come to church anymore. You ever thought about that? Amen. Why don't people want to come? <coughs> I mean, if you could say this in, this, in terms, you know... Say, well, Jesus is going to be at church Sunday. You probably could fill this house up. Amen. But he's here. Amen. Or he should be here. The presence of the Holy Spirit, of, we can't see him physically, I understand that. But I can feel his presence so much at times. And I think today's the reason that all people just don't want to go. We have turned the message around where it's not about Jesus anymore. It's not about what the Word of God says anymore. It's about how smart the preacher is. Stay with me. It's how smart or how beautiful our buildings are. And it's this, you know, and we go to church, you know, and we let somebody hurt our feelings and we won't go back anymore. I'm not going to let anybody hurt my feelings and miss, let me miss out on going to heaven. Amen. Come on. I want to make it to heaven more than anything else. But listen, 
I'm looking forward to that, but I'm looking forward, and I believe it's going to happen one of these days. And I almost got a feeling it may happen in Oak Grove that one of these days that we're going to put aside everything, and the power of the Holy Spirit is going to get a hold of people, and we're not going to worry about what's going on on the outside of the world. We're going to say, I was glad when I got opportunity to come to the house of the Lord. I was glad that I could lift up my hands to the, and look up to the hill from where I, my help comes from. It comes from above. That's the reason, you know, I think people get excited. You know, years ago, back in the call, the good old days, you know, they'd have revivals that last for a long two or three weeks at a time. People didn't get tired of going to them. Why? It wasn't about the one that was holding the revival. Is because Jesus Christ was in the midst. The power of the Holy Ghost was there. It was stirring people and they get, they get their needs to mad and they wouldn't worry about anybody else. They just come glad and say, I'm going to call them because I want to feel the presence of God. Amen. Amen. In Mark, it says in the 8th, 9th chapter, I'm going to read the story, talk about a story here that I've used it many times. But I want to use this a little bit different this morning as possible. And we're talking about really what I'm talking about here. Some of us here may need to change your attitude when we come to church. Don't get mad at me, okay? Amen. Got, sometimes we, we have to change to get what we need. Amen. The Bible says here, and start with the 14th verse. And then he, then, and when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioned them. See, Christ had went up to the mountain to pray. And the Bible says here, as he was going up there, that he was coming back. And the Bible says here that the, the scribes and some of the people around them was questioning the disciples. Why? Because there's something that's going on that they couldn't handle. They couldn't handle you always going to have people outside the world, and you're going to have religious leaders going to question you Amen. about what you're doing, and especially when you can't do what God told you to do. Amen. Don't shut me down, okay? We live in a crazy world, Amen. But we ought to be happy. Why? Because we have a Savior named Jesus Christ, and he, let me tell you, He still got the power that He always had. Amen. And, it, and God's not sitting up and listening to a man's opinion. It's his opinion. Amen. We're not going to change that. So Jesus came off the mountain, and they was there questioning the scribes because they had, brought to, they had a problem brought to them that they couldn't handle. They couldn't handle the situation. Okay. Let me read a little bit more here. And the Bible says, Straight with all the people that were beheld him were greatly amazed and ran into him and saluted him. He asked the scribes, says, what question are you with them? In other words, Christ comes and says, what are y'all doing? What's going on? Can you imagine today if Christ would come into a church today? That would probably be a question he would ask some of us. Or some of the churches, what's going on? What's going on? This is not supposed to be in my house. What's going on? I told you what the word, what the right way and the wrong way was. See, we have brought this thing out today that it seems like anybody could preach. Like anybody could teach. 
Like anybody can do this, do that. I'm old school. I'm old fashioned. But let me tell you, they don't want one kind of preacher, and that is God called, Holy Ghost full preacher. That God got the Word of God. I got nothing wrong with education. I wish I had more of it. I'm too old to get any more, I guess. So I'm going to have to rely on God. Say, God, you got to give me what I stand in need of because I don't know the words. I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means. And I'm here today to tell you, we need today to listen to what God tells us. We as ministers today need to listen to what God tells us then man and he said what's going on what's this happening and he said one of the multitudes said he said I'll tell you what's going on he said a man had brought my he said a master I have brought my to be my son this man did which had a dumb spirit and whenever he had taken him he teareth him and he foamed and he, he guarded his teeth, he pineth away, and I spoke to the disciples, and they could not cast him out, and, and, and that they should cast him out, and they could not. I brought him here, and I asked them to cast him out, and they couldn't do it. Why? Got some more opinions on some of this. A lot of times, I already put, kind of said this once, and I'll say it real quickly again. Sometimes we come to church for the wrong reason. Amen. We come to church sometimes, and, and I hope, somebody will get mad at me, I guess, for a day's over, but that's all right. Sometimes we come to church, we tell everybody our problems, but God, to God. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We come to church and we say, you know, we, we're worried about what she's going to do or what he's going to do. Because I heard what he said last week and heard what she said last week. And, you know, we're already defeated because Satan's got our minds wandering back and forth. Amen. I come to see, feel the presence of God today. I didn't come to see how you going to worship because your worship is not my worship. Amen. Come on. Amen. Your praise is not my praise. Sometimes you praise, praise God for a little bit, but if you know what I've been through and what God has brought me through, my crazy praise shouldn't be crazy. Amen. Or let me reword that. My crazy praise ain't crazy to God because God knows. I know if it hadn't been for God who's on my side, I'd be crazy right now. I'd be out hooked on things. If you just knew where I've been, I'm just saying this in perspective. If you knew what I've been through, and I stop and realize where I could have went, but where I am now, I'm in Oak Grove Church, sitting in the sanctuary, listening to the Word of God, feeling the presence of God, knowing that He's here, and knowing, you know, it hadn't been for the uh, maybe the preacher who preached the sermon or teacher who taught the message. If I had heard from God, I'd be crazy. Amen. Amen. Going crazy. But I realize. I'm going to not be perfect. I ain't got it right doing this. I ain't got it right in some people's eyes doing that. But I got it right in the sight of God. Amen. I got it right in the sight of God. Because God knows me. He said, I brought him to the side, but they couldn't cast him out. 
exactly as they should, but they couldn't. Why? Why don't we see a lot more things than we're seeing today? And stay with me for just a moment. And he told Christ, told him, and I'll, I'll get back to that question in just a moment. Faithless generation, I've got to hurry. He said, he answered, he said, how, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer to bring you here? And they brought unto him, and he said unto him, straight with the spirit cried out, he fell on the ground, started, you know, and it just, we kind of get a person mentally, you know, his mind's not right. He just started, when he had one of his episodes, right there in front of everybody, right in front of Christ. And he asked his father, how long ago has it been this way? He said, he said as a child. Oftentimes, he cast himself in the fire, into the water, and destroy himself. He said, if you could do anything, how can passion on us and help us? Amen. If you can do anything, how can passion on us and help us? Jesus said unto him, If thou could believe, all things are possible to him that believe. And straightway the father's child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. They help my unbelief. Amen. Stay with me. I'm going to put this in my own version. Jesus asked his father, he said, long, how long has this been going on? He said, long time. Put my own words. Long time. I've been going to church every time the doors open. I've been at Oak Grove for 10 years, but I'm still fighting the same thing I fought 10 years ago. Nothing's changed. Amen. Nothing's changed. I go in and this and that, and this never happens. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. If you tell a Christian that today, they think you're crazy. Amen. Amen. Somebody come to a prophet and said, you know, you need to have more belief. And they would probably not like me. Not like me. But Jesus told this father, this, yeah, he said, if you could believe all things are possible. He said, have compassion on us and help us. How compassionate to help us. I'm going to this thing up. See, a lot of times, see, really what started going on started, started this thing happening. I know he brought the disciples. I'm not going to argue with this or that. And they couldn't cast him out. But the real person he needs to go to is who? Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's the reason you come to church on Sunday. Come on, man. It's because of Jesus. Come on. You don't come and you may come to hear me, but you need to look beyond me. He looked to. Amen. Y'all was getting it. Amen. When he started talking to Jesus, Jesus said, Boy, he said, hey, bring him here. Bring him here. It wasn't that the father was a bad guy. It's not sometimes that church members are bad people, but we need to look beyond the church sometimes. I don't know if that sounds right to you or not. But we need to be look beyond the church sometimes. Sometimes we need to look beyond the pastor sometimes. We need to look beyond everything, what everybody's telling us. Say, you know, Jesus, I'm about to my end here. I'm about to go crazy. I don't know what to do. 
And when you start unfolding and putting everything out before Jesus, I think today sometimes it's what God's wanting us to do is open up and believe in faith, believe that He can do it, and look and look to Him and say, God, I believe. I believe. I believe you raised from the dead. I believe this and I believe that. But I still have some doubts. I still have some things that hinders me. And Lord, help my unbelief. Are there anybody understand what I'm trying to say this morning? That Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you don't go church to grow in the right direction, don't look to the leaders of this church, but look to Jesus Christ. He is the leader. And put the leaders of the church the ones that are following Jesus put them into the lead yes. that's what I'm talking about Amen. said bring them bring him here I got it here if I could speak to a man that had been dead for four days I mean this may have before but if I can do this I can take a bone that's blinded and rub his eyes and he can see. Or I can tear, take the hand of the power of uh, the, the power that God that flows to him and to take and touch a man's ear and he can hear again. If I can raise the dead, I can surely help you today. And I believe that today. I'm here today to tell you things. If we'll start saying that and saying, God, if you can do that, I know you can do this. Amen. Come on. I gotta, I gotta quit. God, I know if you can do that, you can do this for me. Why? Because I believe in you. I believe, you know, when we the children of God start touching to his heart, he will move today. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Jesus, or this man told you, have compassion on me and help me. He said, Lord, I know I, I, I need to be a lot better than what I am. I believe who you are, but God, I have some problems still. Help me today. I wish the church today of this world today would say, help me today because we need your help today. There's things that's gone beyond our control today, but Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. Come on, amen. 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 They brought him there, and I'll quit in a second. Instead, if you believe, struck with the father, the child cried out, said, Lord, I believe. I'm going to put this in my own version, but I got a problem. And they seen him running together. And Jesus saw the people come running together. He rebuked the foul spirit and said, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of thee and enter him no more. And the spirit cried, rent and sore, and came out of him. As though he was dead, and so much they said, He's dead. And Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. Oh, what a story. If he could do that, he can do this. Amen. 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 All we got to do, no, all we got to do is just believe in the Lord, Jesus Christ. Do you know what you're talking about? I don't know, and I'm going to close, how this message touched you. And I was thinking this week, I thought, you know, we're feeling the church pretty well full, not full. But we're feeling pretty well full. But God, you know, I told God, you know, are we coming for the right reasons? Are we coming for the right reasons? Anybody here got a problem? We got a few. Thankful for the rest of you, ain't got none. <laughs> got a problem. 
But we have an answer, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. We have an answer, and that's Jesus Christ. He's, he's great. He's great. Malachi, you got a Bible? Deuteronomy 7, 22, I think it is. Amen. Deuteronomy 7, 22, I think it is. I want to read this first part of the thing. How do we get there? How do we get there? I want to read you read this first part of it a little bit. Start reading, I'll top you. The Lord your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. Stop. How much? Little by little. Y'all hear that? Amen. Little by little. God's going to take care of it. Amen. Amen. I'm going to hope you get that. Little by little. I got to think about our church. We could be here, I think, in 1988, I think it was. Been a long time ago. Little by little. This didn't happen overnight. Amen. Little by little. We kept coming. We kept praying. God kept answering. He didn't put us 100 people here overnight, but little by little, we started growing. We started growing. We started growing. And I sit, I begin to wonder how much more God's got for us. I sit here and I've seen some miracles happen right in this church. And I ain't going to end any of them, but I've seen them happen right in this church so much. And I see a lot of things I don't understand. But I do know one thing, God's in control. In control. And I believe that God's got something special for this church. He's already done special stuff for us. He's put too much talent here to let Satan just blow it up. Amen. I pray I can preach for another 10, 15 years. I don't know if I can or not, but I hope I can. You know, I mean, that woman that be long. I don't know. But God has the answer. Has the answer. What I'm praying for this church as we close out. I'm praying as they sung that song about the, the heroes of faith. I'm praying for the Holy Spirit of God, Holy Ghost of God, to take over this community like it never has before. And I believe, you know, when this boy, Jesus took my hand, lift him up. People started talking about it. See, it wasn't the disciples that done it, it was Jesus that done it. And Brother Aaron, it's not going to be Oak Grove that's going to do it. It's going to be who? It's going to be Jesus that does it. We just got to follow him in the right direction. Amen. I'm going to close out this morning. But as you read the verse to us, he said, little by little. You're not going to get there overnight. But little by little, we're going to keep pressing forward. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. If anybody won't come and pray, come on right now. Anybody wants to, who needs to, for any reason, come on and pray. There's some coming, just come on, if you will. Anybody else want to come and pray? For any reason, come on. Amen. In your uplifted hands. God bless you. God bless you. In your uplifted hands, they pray for you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Let's bow our heads, let's pray right where we're at, okay? 
Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you right now. I thank you for this opportunity you've given us to be in your house. I pray now, Father, as we heard from you through the songs and through your message today, Father, I pray today, Father, that you continue to let the power of the Holy Spirit speak to us through your word today, Father. I pray today, Father, we come to church next Sunday for the right reason to have our minds. I've come to see Jesus. I come to hear from heaven. We need a powerful move from heaven today in our churches today, Father. I pray for young people here today, or young leaders today, that you would fill them through the power of the Holy Ghost today, Father, like they've never been before. I pray for those that's got problems today, Father. I pray for those, Father, that's got situations today, Father. You know what each and every one is. We will lift them to you today, Father. And we know that you have the answers today, Father. I pray for Sister Wanda today, Father, as she's going through this in her life today, Father. I pray you reach down, Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit and take the pain away, Father. And Father, as we praise you in your will, just reach down and touch that body in a mighty special way today, Father. We pray for Brother Bob West's family today as he gone home, Father. We're just sad, Father, today because we're going to miss you so much today, Father. But we thank you for the hope we have in your Son, Jesus Christ, Father. I pray again, Father, and thank you today, Father, what you do here at our church today. And Father, we just continue. We ask you that we'll continue to follow you today. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray that you get something from the words today. Uh, it's Jesus is it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.